Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversation, where we will help you CFP your way out of it. A podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. Hello, Ben. Time for another podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we kind of teased it. This is the the third of the series really around, I guess, how we do planning. Um, Today being an interesting one, uh, as the title is going to be, you know, planning for worst case scenarios. um, This may be the more emotional side of the actual planning, right? And I thought to kick it off, I, uh, I made a list of things that are made better by worrying. And I thought I'd share that uh, at the start (laughs) of the podcast here. What's on your list? There's there's nothing there, right? Nothing oh. is made nothing is made better <laughs> by worrying. Um, and I'm glad we can <laughs> chuckle. The reality is a lot of the things that we talk about and a lot of the moments where we're called to help somebody is when they're going through a scary transition or they're having yeah. to make scary decisions. So yeah. part of what we need to do is acknowledge that, um, you know, hold a hand, but then mm-hmm. planning. What we want to share today is planning can be around well then let's let's map out something that may not be comfortable or maybe scary and yeah see how it goes so then we can work our way backwards from that point yeah there's a couple different scenarios kind of running through my head when you said like worst case scenario and there are some conversations that are fun right the worst case scenario around retirement can be potentially a little more light lighthearted worst case scenario when you talk about like estate planning that's a heavy conversation so I think there's obviously like sliding scales, yeah. but ultimate, ultimately it does come down to, you know, I think part of our role is to educate, provide perspective, get, give a little bit of context, because I think we talked about this in, in a recent podcast, you know, when, when our brain just lacks information, it fills it in automatically with usually negative things, right? It's the, what can go yeah. wrong, or at least that's how my brain works, right? <laughs> if I don't, if I don't have clear insight, then I'm going to fill it with, well, this is how it's going to go wrong in my head. And then you just, you start that cycle of just stress, anxiety. And until right. you kind of, at right. least for me again, unless you, until you get to the point where you just have some clarity and you get some peace of mind and you can kind of set things in a box and just, I'm okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's a difficult, there's a lot of moving pieces. And when it comes to these worst case scenarios, um, just talking through it, I think, is maybe the biggest part, just to get those thoughts out of your head. Yeah, so let's let's do some of that today as an example of how we would partner with somebody through this, because you're right. We need to give ourselves permission to like live in that worry a little bit, mm-hmm. to explore like what those actual outcomes or potential outcomes could be yeah. um, in, in an effort to move past it, right? So... We'll talk, I think there's some common ones, right? There's, what if the market goes sideways? It's health scares. What if I didn't save enough? My pension goes away, run out of money. Like insert frightening ending to (laughs) whatever you've been working towards. Um, But let's let's go through it with the goal to kind of give people the permission to live the life they want to live today, having hopefully addressed in a way some future scary thing. Yeah. And I'll apologize if I like steer us off track here to start, but this just popped into my head. 
so the idea of um, if, if somebody's worst case scenario is, and I don't think, I hope this is not the case, but if somebody's worst case scenario is, ah, I, my, my portfolio lost, you know, 25% and now I, I lost all this money and that's the concern, then I think there's obviously follow-up questions. Why is that the concern? Because usually there's the under underlying, and I think it, you kind of alluded to it, it's getting to the heart of what's actually the concern, right? It's right. not necessarily that the markets are going down. It's that what's the side effect of, of the markets going down? Do I have to go back to work? Do I need to do something differently with my expenses? Those are the things that we can control. And those are the things that, you know, a lot of people, we just, we don't want to have to do those things, right? If we've already, especially in retirement, or if you've already made the decision to retire, making those difficult decisions are difficult, right? They, they lead to things that you may not have wanted mm -hmm. to have to do. So then, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's go through kind of what that is, but I'll, I'll share too. I think everyone's definition of, of failure or that worst case scenario is, is going to be different. Oh, we're, sure. we're, we're viewing failure in the context here of financial planning, which we talked about in the previous, previous podcast, our planning tool defines failure as running out of money before the day that you pass away. So we're looking at it purely from a financial standpoint. Um, but for other people, it may not necessarily be running out of money. It may just mean having to make an adjustment. That mm -hmm. could mean having mm -hmm. to go back to work after I decide to fully retire. That may be failure in my mind. Or if I have to greatly change my spending, and usually that's on the discretionary side, right? That that's a failure to me if I can't be comfortable and, and live the life that I want to live, that that's potentially a failure. So it's, I think there's, there's levels of failure too. Um, but I think we're, we're mainly looking at, looking at this through like the catastrophic, I'm going to run out of money and then what? Yeah. And I'll piggyback on that. And then, yeah, we, we can, we can move into like those <laughs> situations or build the scenarios. But yeah, as yeah, you're yeah. saying that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about a conversation yesterday with a client who was not wrong to bring up, Hey, I'm still X amount of dollars. I'm hundreds, mm -hmm. thousands of dollars below where I was two years ago. And mm -hmm. I, I need to better understand because I, I believe I know the situation you're not going to need all this money. You're not spending this money right now. You're 76 years old and you're still working. You're still consulting. Like you're still earning yeah. income because you yeah. want to. Um, but I need to, you know, put myself in those shoes and ask those questions. It's all about what he's passing on to the next generation. So what is mm -hmm. keeping him up at night? It's not the scary markets. Like you said, it's not just the markets. It's, yeah. well, what does that actually mean to him? This is less money that I'm now potentially leaving behind to the next mm -hmm. generation generations plural yeah so yeah. help helping us understand your definition of failure what that worry is absolutely puts us in the spot of then okay how can we help let's build scenarios what are those bad things do we still see in our planning tool <laughs> successes and yeah. or things that we can control adjusting which may be you know another way to put it yeah so i think well, we've already said it like multiple times now. So one, one of those scenarios is just bad markets. And we're kind of in the middle of one right now. 2022, bad year for pretty much all, all investments, risk, risk assets. 2023, an okay year for a very small selection of stocks. And then bonds again, just kind of treading water for 
interest rates are spiking back and forth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Depends on when people are listening to this. Bonds might be up. They may still be down. Um, but, you know, just the idea of below expectations when it comes to market performance, you know, what's what's the worst case scenario there? And typically what that leads to is just needing to rely on your investments more heavily if you're taking withdrawals, right? It just may, may mean I need to take yeah. out more more withdrawals because the market is down or it's, you know, you have the unplanned expenses in life that always seem to pop up and God forbid that coincides with, you know, a situation where the market is down and now you're feeling that that double whammy um, that hurts in the very, very, very long term. Yeah, if you're taking a step back, so whether it's bad markets, bad health, something goes away, employment, right? Sure. Plan plans are built around saving. So at some point, you don't have to do anything other than live off these investments. And if people yeah. perceive a bad market, bad health, having to take more withdrawals is taking a step backwards, very natural to have anxiety and worries over that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm distinctly, uh, uh, is it okay to get into a, a an example situation? Oh, you, you do you, pal. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's just, it's so like crystallized in my brain. You know, the, this question that you asked during a meeting was, was so timely and it just kind of got to the heart of what's truly important to this client. It was the scenario around retiring maybe a little bit earlier um, than they had anticipated. But as I think we talked about this before too, a lot of people just getting through COVID, now feeling inflation, just the, the dynamics have changed in the workforce. And he was considering retiring very soon. Um, but it was, again, still all of these, well, what, what if this, what if that, what if I retire and the market goes down? And you just asked the point of question, right? What's what's the worst case scenario to you, Mr. Client? Mm. What what's what's the worst thing that you can kind of picture? And his response was, I I may just have to go back to work. Yeah. And he was okay, but he was okay with that as the solution. And in his mind, the worst thing that could happen here if the market goes down, then I just have to go back and earn to give my portfolio, my savings time to just stay even or hopefully to start to rebound. And as long as that was a palatable answer for him, and it was, then we've kind of we kind of put a put a bow on that. Like if if that's the worst thing you're worried about, and really you're actually not worried about it, then we're we're good here. You you can have permission to retire when you want to retire, knowing that if things hit the fan, you have other options to kind to to uh, well you call let's you know the parachute cord yeah. that you can pull. Yeah, and that's I guess that's the easiest way for us to try to combat whatever worry there is. Let's actually go through those scenarios. And if you're okay with the outcomes that come from that, right? And it doesn't have to be completely pass fail. There's gray area, right? right? In this right. scenario, I can go back to work. I can earn again. For some people, it's well, I can just spend less, whatever it is. Those yeah. all fall under yeah. the same camp to me. Um, just the idea on how to combat it, how does planning for worst case scenario help? it lets you actually see potential outcomes as opposed to feeling this risk of the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as I said earlier, a, a lot of, a lot of this process is really just exploring what those potential pathways are 
that if we come to a fork in the road because something needs to change, well, then let's just talk about what those options are. And then you can kind of rank them or clients can quickly off the bat say, nope, I, I don't want to have to go back to work. What are our other options? Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately, we're just, we're just hoping to build those plan B type ideas that shouldn't ever need to occur. We've already had the thought, right? We've gone through the thought exercise of what may work, what may, may not, um, you know, in those different scenarios. Um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to pick well, well, I'm thinking the, the other, the other side to this coin, it's not, I'm thinking back to this like analogy of, okay, you're, something's keeping you up at night. People mm-hmm. tell you like, go write it down, just get it out of your head. Mm-hmm. Another way for us to combat this is to do this worst case scenario planning and help somebody realize that they may not need to do anything different. Right. It's just, it's just playing out that scenario, or maybe we like to call it like mental accounting or, or bucketing. It's now just viewing what you have differently to be able to say, yes, I mean, you use parachute cord. This, this is our parachute cord bucket. This is money that we just need to view as our complete safety net. And just in doing that, just in talking through that, feeling like you have this built-in buffer, Mm -hmm. we've seen that really work for people to just feel better about their situation and therefore be able to take the next step to whatever they weren't doing because they were worried, right? I wasn't going to give to my kids or I wasn't going to give to charity or whatever it would be. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the perfect example of where we can often be our own worst enemy, right? We can create these hurdles for ourselves that when you take a step back and maybe with some additional advice or expertise or just somebody who has a different perspective. And in this instance, right, it's, it's us where we've, we've talked to so many people going through this. We, we have some experience to rely on where, you know, this client may have built up this hurdle in their head. If my pension goes away in retirement, because, you know, the company is no longer mm. solvent, Right what, what do I do? Where's my cash flow going to come from? How am I going to replace that? You know, it's just, it's just like getting to retirement a second time, right? How am I going to replace yeah. that paycheck? Um, and just being able to, to talk through it again, just coming up with, okay, if, if this happens, then X, Y, Z is kind of next in line for, for our, uh, solutions. Then it just, again, I think, I hope it allows people to just kind of put it in a box and hopefully not worry about it as much. Um, and obviously there's everyone to a certain degree has their control of worries, some better yeah. than others. Um, but we hope that it at least gives some flexibility to not be as stressed. If, as you said, if there's nothing that we would do differently, if we still think you're going to be okay. It's just sharing that information and hoping that it, it does sink in. Yeah. Or, and, and in this case, I love this example that you shared, like the pension going away. I mean, we both remember that high level of planning that we needed to do that now is yeah. the basis for our work every year with this client. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, was taking, it was taking the very next important step to not just go, hey, you paid us. We're the professionals. We say everything is going to be fine. So don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. That's not going to fly, right? So <laughs> it, is, it is to open Prove ourselves it. up to go, yeah, then let's, Let's create. And this is where a little create creativity comes. It's putting ourselves in their shoe, understand their history with money. Mm-hmm. Why why this might be a stressor, why this might be a worry. It probably comes from some other past experience mm-hmm. to now be able to again combat it. So yeah, in this case, didn't need to do anything different. 
didn't need to save more, don't need to do that. Um, yeah. But now we've mentally bucketed, you know, assets in different ways to be able to allow them to live the life they want to live right now and do yeah. what they want to do and still feel secure if this horrible plan B <laughs> scenario came to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. Another one that just popped into my head when you said, you know, coming from the personal experience side of things, we, we hear from from clients getting to retirement now or, or retiring worried about healthcare and not sure. necessarily just the rising cost of healthcare, but what if, what if something bigger happens? I need long-term care, right? I'm in a facility or I just, I need a higher level of care. And we're seeing it's the sandwich generation that are still caring for aging parents, maybe still have kids or hopefully adult, adult kids that are more independent at that point, but they've probably seen or have some experience with long-term care or, or end of life healthcare. And that's a big concern for people. And it certainly is or can be a hugely impactful um, event to someone's finances. I mean, it's it's not cheap. Everybody knows the cost of healthcare, um, and especially long-term care is probably not going down anytime soon or ever again. But there are there are ways to potentially transfer some of that risk. So, you know, just the idea of thinking, well. If I need long-term care and it's going to cost $100,000 a year plus, how am I going to pay for that? Yeah. Um, some, And I know we've talked about this in other podcasts. Sometimes it is just that mental accounting. If they're not yet retired, it could just be, well, here's a type of insurance that may, may not necessarily solve the problem completely. Like it's not just going to pay for every single cent of, of healthcare expenses, but it can greatly offset some of the costs. And by the way, keep your other assets intact. Just by working, you know, an extra whatever amount of time can mm -hmm. mentally account for the cost that could come from that. And, and we've seen that happen where it's just connecting those two dots. This is a concern of mine, long-term care costs in the, in the future. What can I do today to at least account for that possible scenario? What can yeah. I do? Is it save more? Is it buy insurance? Whatever that may look like. Again, I think it's just talking through the options and trying to connect some dots so that at the end of the day, the client says, I'm worried about long-term care, but now I have a plan in place or I at least have options to go to if and when that should occur. Yeah, pass the risk. Make it somebody else's problem. <laughs> uh, in this, in this example that you're sharing, like planning for worst case scenario is now taking away that worst case scenario that I need this and don't have the money for it. Like yeah. that is one that you may be able to just completely let go of if you're able mm -hmm. to just pay for the coverage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are there other scenarios or do you want to kind of just button this up? Uh, I think I'm good. Do you have other scenarios? No, I think, I, I think, think we proved you. Yeah, ho hopefully we prove the point, though. I mean, part part of life is just understanding that we can't know what is going to happen. And mm -hmm. that can be scary. But we want to be clear, at least working with us, we can and we should still prepare for some of those things that may happen or outcomes that could happen. And if nothing else, just be able to talk through it, even if it's a little uncomfortable, so that we can, if we need to, just prepare differently. Right. And there's... Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of good that I think can come out of that for our clients. Yeah, and not, so I'll, I'll say one last thing. Sometimes it goes the other way too, where it may not necessarily be a concern on the client mm -hmm. side, 
but that could be that, you know, you, you put the blinders on and I'm, I'm not worried about taking excess withdrawals or I'm not worried about the cost of, of long-term mm -hmm. care. And it, it, it may need to be us just raising that as a potential, um, not as a potential worry, but we would want to see a plan in place that should anything occur that we still feel as good as maybe you do in the moment um, so that those things don't come out of left field. And now it's the, well, oh crap, we didn't plan for this. Right. I wasn't right. worried about it then. I was young and healthy, but now here I am. I am worried about it. And now it's too late to actually do anything about it. So sometimes it can work in reverse where they may not, the clients may not have a concern about it, but let's just check the box just to make sure we go through the exercise and, and make sure that there's nothing that would need to change either. And that's really well put because the point, the point we're trying to make is it just, it helps us both. It helps the relationship. If it's minimizing stress and, and the damage that, that can cause on your end, that's one thing. Yeah. On the other side, it's, it's helping educate us to know what options we can, you know, put in place for your, or how we should talk about this when the next thing comes up that you're a yeah. little worried about, right? How yeah. you operate, how how your rational brain works, you know, <laughs> under good times and um, certainly some of the bad. So hopefully yeah. this is helpful. Yeah. You know, planning for worst case scenario is the other side of planning. You know, yes, you have goals or you have things that you want to get to. Mm -hmm. Let's also make sure we're covering all bases if things go sideways yeah. in your mind or in the plan. Yeah, well said. Hey, thanks, pal. Let's yeah. do this again sometime. <laughs> I'd say maybe in like a week and a half. All right, that sounds good. I'll, uh, I'll check my I'll check my calendar. <laughs>